Stop Worrying and Love the Bond, the podcast where we interview performers and comedians about their worst experiences on stage. I am your host, Luke Fagenbush, and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hutton. Hey, look at me. I'm Lauren Hutton. Yep, that's Lauren Hutton. Uh, how do you feel Alex Leeds' episode went? I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I care a lot. <laughs> and I feel like it was one of our better episodes, me and Lauren Hutton here. Uh, we just interviewed Alex about all the projects he's got going on. He's got a he sends celebrity drawings to people. And are, are you a big Alex Leeds fan? I, when are we gonna have Candace on? Yeah, Candace Owens. Candace dick fit in your mouth. Got him. <laughs> got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Sorry. Oh, so we had somebody fill in we for you. It. Yeah. Oh, you had a fill in. Oh yeah, we ha- I have a backup, Lauren Hutton. Oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, Hi. I, just, I keep uh, him in Nick's room till he moves in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't work too good. <laughs> I throw him raw zebra hinds. <laughs> he mostly eats those. Oh god, whose intro are we doing? Uh, whose was it? Other Lauren Hutton? It, it was, I believe, it was Alex Leeds. Oh, okay. Other, uh, yeah. real Lauren Hutton. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great episode. It was lots of fun. He uh, does the, all sorts of things. Hey. hey. Go home. Okay. Go home. <laughs> no, get get in your get in your crate. Get, get, go, no, no, don't bite. We don't bite here. This is Sorry. Hands down the weirdest thing we've ever done. We're still training Lauren Hutton too. I <laughs> I found him. I've seen missing posters, but he's too valuable to the podcast. Yeah, you don't want to give him back. You don't want to give no, him back. No, no. Did you hear that intro? That was great. No, I didn't hear it. I was gone, remember? I oh, just got oh, here. You're going to have to listen back. Alex Leeds is a gem, though. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You to do that, man. What do you mean time and energy? Like you, you, All you have to do is literally turn a thing on. You just, it's literally press button, one button, one well, button. You shouldn't have told me that. Now, <laughs> now I'm definitely gonna start the Lawrence Podcast Sucks Podcast. I've made it too easy for him. I've made yeah. it way and too easy for him. And that's the full title: the Lawrence <laughs> Podcast Sucks Podcast. When I uh, when I used to do Cincinnati Stand Update, uh, like the oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Moore. One time we thought about uh, he made a rival show where it was like it would uh, be like a review show of what I went over. And we were gonna like we were gonna like try to create like rival Cincinnati stand-up uh, YouTube shows, but I could get behind something. Like, <laughs> like I've just... always I've dreamt about doing something like that, just like a goof rivalry. Yeah. What do you mean do it? I already have a thing. You're the rivalry. You do it. Uh, uh, do you want to start a rivalry off of my rivalry after I start the rivalry? <laughs> yes. That yes. I will start. Lauren's podcast sucks. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lauren's podcast sucks. The podcast sucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think that idea has legs. Yeah. I would listen. Legs are. I would listen to one of them. Right, right. <laughs> you listen to one of them. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it would be a limited series, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty limited run. <laughs> but as, as long as you're giving me material, man. <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, so Lauren's podcast uploads, I think I've put up one episode Shit, every. I'm already late. <laughs> Well, in the last three months, I think it's been one episode. <laughs> been pretty busy with some other projects, uh, like this one. <laughs> the look you're giving me. <laughs> <laughs> Just working all day and night on your podcast. Com- coming ho- uh, to l- your home late from work. 
You're wearing your Amazon vest right now. I thought oh. that was his uniform hard. for this podcast. Yes, this is what I, I <laughs> wear. Sponsored Amazon by Amazon. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be really worried about mentioning Amazon on my podcast, and yeah. then I remembered that we're nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably fine. <laughs> and also, like, if I get fired from my job That's for doing this podcast. Baby. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, basically, yeah. the unemployment checks are royalties at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm going to look at it. <laughs> you can convince yourself of that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't think I was around for the comic update <laughs> video that you released, but I did mm-hmm. like going and watching the old ones. And. I th- my favorite part of it was the guess that comic portion, <laughs> yeah. where it was always Justin Atkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I did it the first time just because I was thinking of like just a small thing between longer segments. Yeah, yeah, a micro then, segment. Yeah, and then it, I didn't have an idea for the next episode, so I was like, well, I'll just do that again. And I was like... <laughs> I was just like, well, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want it to look lazy, so I just, I'll just make it Sadkins every time. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on one of those websites where you could do like, um, uh, what's it called when you just mix up the letters and it's something else? Word jumble. I'm sure there's a it's, fancier uh, word. Yeah, for it's it. like. Uh, uh, Does it start uh, with an it's a? like an, an uh, like like synonym, but like there's something uh, anagram maybe. Maybe there might. Yeah, be I it. think it is an anagram. anagram. Yeah. So I did that. I I just typed in Justin S. Adkins, and then it like brought gave me all these <laughs> lists of words you could make from all those letters. That's amazing. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. How many episodes of that did you do? Uh, five or six, I think. Really? Uh, yeah. There was a long break. I ended up making one, but there was a long break in between the last one and all the other ones. So uh, I was doing okay. it monthly. But then it was just like, this is just like so much work for like yeah. such a small audience. Yeah. It's just you, you a very, do. very niche crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do have yeah. a lot of balls in the air. You're uh, painting presidents, like every president getting the news of 9 11. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> then you've got your, your celebrity drawings that you're doing, that yeah. series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I lose track. One, my uh, favorite yeah, the one. Wow covers. That's probably my favorite project that you've done. Yeah, that but, was. Yeah, that was. You know, I was happy with how it turned out because uh, my whole goal was just to have an art exhibit, and then it ended right. up happening at Motor after it was all over. Because otherwise, I would just have a bunch of paintings in it, <laughs> taking up a big chunk of a room. Yeah. Uh, the effect of walking into the back room at Motor and just seeing now this is what I call art, just completely yeah. covering every single wall. <laughs> I collapsed in the floor at Motor laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was so I, I wanted to have an art exhibit. That was my first thing and I was like, what would be the funniest thing if you go like if you went into like an art gallery and you look at all the paintings and I was right. like my first thought was like, you know, something that's the same. You know, you look around, it's all the same. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what's something that's the same but you know, different? And I was like, the now paint, the now covers, because they all have like really weird designs. Like each cover has its own unique yeah, design, yeah. but they're all kind of, you know, like early 2000s, you know, graphics and stuff. Like, so I was like, well, this would be fun to paint. And then I got like, I got into like, you know, I got 20 in and I'm like, why did I do this? This is like, cause there's seven, at the time I did it, there were 72. Right, right, so right. So I was like, oh my God. Did they like, release more while you were painting? And you're like, God um, damn it, I have to make another <laughs> one of these. No, I made sure if they had, because they released, I found out they released four a year, pretty much one for every season. Okay. Um, Thank God. So, yeah. 
And then so I had people <laughs> asking me, they also have a bunch of spinoffs. Like now that's what I call Christmas. Now that's what I call country. And I was like, no, I'm just going to stick with <laughs> right, right, right. We'll stay with the Manila. <laughs> yeah, but you know, no. I was going to, if it had come out before I had finished, I would do it, but I, I did 72, and now I think there's like 76 out or something like that, Jeez. 70, maybe more now, but yeah, I did the 72 that were released at the time that the show did, started. Did you sell most of those? I sold, um, I think I counted the other day, because somebody messaged me and just bought two last week. Wow, so they're, they're still they're flying still off the show. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> dude. But that was the first time in a while anybody's bought any. But I probably have out of seventy-two, I probably have, you know, maybe thirty left. That's not bad, dude. Like no. that's totally worth it. Yeah, that's totally worth no, it. I, right? yeah, what was the first one to sell? I have a guess. Uh, well, people asked about sixty-nine. Of course, <laughs> of course. Everyone. I think I think uh, um, Rachel. Um, Lasworth bought the first one. No, I no no no. So I did. Somebody bought one of them before the show, and then I painted it again. So I had them all for the show. <laughs> nice. I can't remember what the number was, but it was yeah. And I, I did paint two sixty nines because somebody asked for sixty nine before the show, <laughs> and I wanted the money. So I right, sold the, I sold right. the original one and did painted a second one for the show. Oh God, we're gonna have to bury that part of the episode. We're find out that they have a fraud, <laughs> right? Yeah, so there are a couple. There's like two or three duplicates, <laughs> just because I wanted the money before the show, and I, I went ahead and the, sold the them. The mystique of this art exhibit is just growing deeper. And deeper. <laughs> <laughs> There's technically seventy four. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alex, how how many different projects do you currently have going? Um. Let me think. Hold on. So there's right. a, I gotta there's say I gotta say them out loud. So there's a, the ones that I like. I'm currently working on. So dumb celebrity drawings. I'm doing the presidential paintings. Right. Um, and we're gonna animate a cartoon pitch. Um, but that's not. You know, I posted something about that, but it's something I've just been working on, and not really posting about. Yeah. Um, Little secret that, project. Were you doing like a mushroom? Yeah, I did. Well, I did a scripted podcast called Little Mushroom. Right. It was like a local news show for this like bizarre town. Um, and there's like uh, the first season, it's like uh, it, it's like 10 episodes and it dealt with the election of the town mayor. So like the 10 episodes are like the local news. So there's like weather, traffic. Right. Uh, right. Different, you know, ads for different local businesses in this weird town. <laughs> and it culminates in the finale, which is the election. Um, and I turned some of those into an animated cartoon, but this, uh, I'm working on like a kind of different animated pitch. Um, and then I'm working on the Tex Jackson Facebook account. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. What is that? (laughs) I don't don't know what that is. So I have this, uh, if you haven't seen it, you need to get on Facebook (laughs) and just have yourself a night. (laughs) I have this, it's just like a fake Facebook account. Um, okay, yeah, that yeah. I made uh, I made it in 2015. Oh, oh, it was like right when Trump was getting uh, popular right, right. in the yeah. news, and it was kind of the start of that. And I made this fake Facebook. His name was his name was originally Tex Bullets, <laughs> but that account got <laughs> you ba- on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that account yeah. got banned. They said it, my name was fake, and they wanted me to upload an ID. So then I changed what? it to uh, Tex- you could have just get, gotten a fake ID. That <laughs> Just yeah. Go to your local library and be like, "Hi, I'm Mr. Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a card, please." <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I like that name a lot better. But I, I went with uh, I changed it to Tex Jackson. Okay. Um, 
And originally, I just wanted to, you know, find out what the people that supported Trump were like. So I went on and I added a bunch of people that had like Trump or a Confederate flag, added them on Facebook and would just like comment on their stuff and everything. And then, you know, uh, you know, like the Trump <laughs> stuff, you know, it kind of became overdone and stuff. So I kind of I kind of turned into like a what I consider non-political silly thing just uh the last thing i stumbled across was you asking a facebook group of lawyers advice on <laughs> what you should do because tex jackson's dog attacked someone yeah. and you said you were going to go to the jury which you're not there's no jury it's a civil court <laughs> and tell the jury that the guy who who got bitten by the dog was cheating on his wife. That was yeah. Tex Jackson's plan. Yeah. That was, and everybody, you know, it was like... Oh, my God. I, I joined, like, a law advice Facebook group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and basically that, yeah, I, uh, I posted this whole thing about how my dog had bit the neighbor and he was suing me and I didn't show up, so I figured it would just go away. And then I got I got something else in the mail and I'm wondering what to do. Yeah. And somebody was like, uh, oh, that sounds so stressful. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, also, he's been cheating on his wife. So <laughs> if I got to take the stand, you better believe the jury will be hearing about that. Just the style of oversharing stream of consciousness Facebook. Yeah. Posts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because that's what that's the one thing I learned about all these people is they overshare so much. Yeah. And uh that's what it just became, like a stream of consciousness oversharing, like little punctuation, just, you know, whatever thought pops in his head while he's typing, that's what... Uh, yeah, it's just his, his life commented. vomit. Yeah. Like in yeah. little paragraphs. I love that. Life vomit? Oh, man. Yeah, and with his life, it is vomit. That exactly. Is, it's, to- it's total, total visceral. vomit. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, do you feel stretched thin? I'd, yeah, um, sometimes like uh, it just feels like sometimes there's. I feel like sometimes when you have so much to work on, you get less done because you just yeah, feel like yeah. the weight of everything you want to do, and then you end up not doing any of it. Right. Yeah. So I run into that sometimes. Yeah, um, and you're doing stand-up comedy too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does get you know, it's hard to know where to focus and like you know what, because I just want to be successful. So like, what's the best thing to focus on to get some kind of you know following or uh audience yeah what's the best thing to work on what's the best use of my time right 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 how can you best pimp out your talents right yeah Mm -hmm. it's what we're all trying to do you know (laughs) exactly (laughs) so do you think if you had zero audience if you were just like a doing weird stuff that nobody would you still be doing it or would you like um be a stockbroker Those I are think his only two options. Yeah, stockbroker <laughs> or making a weird Facebook account. <laughs> yeah, I probably you know it would be fun for sure. It definitely you know it makes me laugh. Um, so I'd probably get some enjoyment out of that. Right. Um, definitely be less fulfilling though. Oh yeah. To not be able to share it. <laughs> Do you like? Okay, if you if you could choose which one gains that following and gets mm-hmm. that traction that you're talking about which would you prefer um i don't know because i don't i you know i i the one i think has the most potential is probably the celebrity drawings yeah yeah um but i wouldn't want to you know i wouldn't want to just be 
you know, known as just for like one thing. So if something ever really got like, you know, super successful, I would probably just stop and pivot to something else. I feel like, you know, I don't know, maybe I would just keep, <laughs> just you know, sell, sell out. out. And yeah. Move on. <laughs> you know, I say that now, but then like, you know, yeah, it might Dude, just be too easy to just. I've been just shocked by some of the dumb celebrity drawings that actually got signed by the people you sent them to. What, I know. What were the? What, what are your like top three? Top, um, definitely number one is Doctor Fauci. Uh, <laughs> that's my all-time favorite. Um, and what drawing did he sign? I sent him a drawing of uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> Hell and he yeah! Signed it. And it, yeah. the thing is, I got really lucky because after I sent it out, um, he ended up, he was like a month, for like a month last year, he was quarantined. Um, right. It was in the news and stuff. So after I sent it out, I saw that he had gotten quarantined at his house. So I'm like, I think I got a chance. <laughs> he might I mean, just be going through mail. He was pretty busy last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Fauci was a little busy. Yeah, just slightly tied up with But he know. found time to sign the drawing. And, <laughs> In the year of COVID. Dude, right. he's going to have a Schindler moment where he looks at the stuff he was doing that wasn't COVID related. And, like, and that dumb kid's drawing, that could have been 14 people who died of COVID. You know, Fauci signing that for you was his mm-hmm. version of starting a podcast quarantine. That's exactly what that was. He was like, I don't have time to like talk to someone for an hour, but jump there. <laughs> Okay, so he's number one. Yeah. Um, number two, probably... Oh, man. The one that comes, like, Joe Exotic comes to mind. <laughs> Didn't he write you a letter? Yeah, he wrote me a letter. Um, <laughs> so I sent him, uh, I sent him, you know, a drawing in prison, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was of Tiger Woods. So he had some time on his hands. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was pretty free last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cinema drawing Tiger Woods, and I ended up getting, uh, I don't know why, but I'm probably because there's some kind of regulation with, I know there's a lot of regulations with like what you can and can't send to prisons because, yeah, yeah. Quick side story. uh, (laughs) You've been to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Uh, No, but I had sent a drawing uh, to the Unabomber, and. And so I'd sent a drawing of the Unabomber of uh, Lincoln's childhood cabin home because he was known for his cabin. Right. Um, and they're pr- I imagine they're pretty careful around him in mail. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so I had been using, I live in my grandparents' old house, um, and they had a bunch of old um, return uh, address stickers. And it had my grandma's name on there, Mary Leeds. That was like the stick on the sticker. You mailed the Unabomber your grandma's name? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not at all where I thought I, this yeah. story was going to so, go. So <laughs> I, I get I get something in the mail. It's addressed to my grandmother. She passed away. It's ticking. But it's from the Department of Corrections. And I'm like, why would my grandma be getting something from the Department of Corrections? Oh, so wait. She was safely dead at the time. Yeah. Thank God. Safely dead. Safe from the Unabomber. (laughs) I open it up. There's something. It's like addressed to her from... the Unabomber. It doesn't say Unabomber. Um, <laughs> right. That's not how it's what's his What's his real name? Uh, um, I know it's... 
This is why we need a producer in the wings. You know, um, yeah, just our own little guy typing away. Ted Kaczynski. I was going to say Mike Kaczynski. I know it was close to that. I think that's what I, yeah. Ted Kaczynski. Oh, God, I should know that. Everybody should know the Unabomber. Someone that used to work for me helped make his bombs. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Any hoozle. Different podcast. <laughs> you should get uh, you should uh, get him on this bomb podcast. Uh, <laughs> let's pivot and make it about actual bombs from here on out. <laughs> Next week's episode, Hiroshima. <laughs> so yeah, I got I got this. It was just wild that it was addressed to my grandma from Ted Kaczynski. It, but it wasn't. It was like from the prison because uh, it didn't get accepted because I guess they sort everything. There was an issue. You can't put stickers on uh, oh. return envelopes. You have to handwrite everything. I got you. Okay. Um, but that, yeah, so that's a side story. But um, the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, I sent a drawing of uh, Tiger Woods. And I got back. He had photocopied the drawing and signed the photocopy, like a black and white photocopy <laughs> of the drawing. And they're, they're like small index card size drawings. for color. <laughs> no. Apparently that was 10 cents more. Uh, well, I mean, it's the prison yeah. system. They're you pay, if you had to pay for that limo they, were, they had waiting for him when he got out. <laughs> uh, so he photocopied the drawing, signed that, then wrote me a letter um, asking for like uh, to, um, you know, try to pressure Trump to pardon him. <laughs> and I think he, I don't know why he thought I had any kind of pull within the Trump administration. But See, I think what he was thinking is he saw the drawing and he was like, oh, this guy knows Tiger Woods. So he must know Trump. <laughs> I bet this, he can help me out. This both, is Tiger Woods. <laughs> they both golf a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then somehow I got it. I ended up getting two. I guess I got added to his mailing list or something. Because like, <laughs> All of a sudden, I was getting these uh, things in the mail, like every every couple weeks, like free Joe Exotic sign these petitions, and I'm like, what? Jesus, holy crap! Yeah, so he wow. got your he got your picture, yeah, and he was like, all right, so this guy knows celebrities, and I'm gonna add him to my mailing list. He's yeah. obviously a fan, and will help. Yeah, <laughs> so you're making friends. Yeah, I hope he never gets out though, because I didn't I didn't help him at all. He didn't get that pardon. <laughs> He still has my drawing and probably my address. Well, that's, <laughs> I get the feeling Biden's going to be a tougher nut to crack. <laughs> okay, so that was number two. Yeah. <laughs> and number three, Donald Trump. <laughs> I'd sent him a drawing, but I just I, it, uh, I just got like a standard White House response. Right, back. right. Um, let me think. Let me pull out my Instagram because there's just like... I think I've gotten over like definitely over three hundred back, and okay, you've gotten three hundred wow. back. How many yeah. have you done? I've sent out definitely over a thousand. Holy smokes, bro! Yeah, and how? When did you start doing celebrity drawings? This was uh, twenty fourteen. I started it, um, but I only did it whenever I had an idea. Mm. Um, whenever like something. But even still, dude, to like to crank out a thousand of them over the course of like whatever amount of time, like that's that's yeah. a that's a number, man. Like, even if you weren't sending them to people, even if you were just drawing these little index cards and then posting them on Instagram with the celebrity attachment or whatever, mm-hmm. like that alone would be like a that's a body of work. It's a lot of stamps <laughs> too. <laughs> like, Shout out to stamps.com. <laughs> here's probably here's probably number three. Weird Al Yankovic. I sent uh Oh hell yeah. Big, big gay owl. 
I'll show you guys. You guys can <laughs> see it on the podcast. <laughs> but he That's had written amazing. he had written big gay and then crossed it out and then wrote weird owl. <laughs> oh, oh, so you didn't write big gay? No, no, he did. He wrote he, that and then yeah. Out. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh wow. man, that's a pretty good success rate for just open letter sending celebrities mail and yeah. them finding it. Like one in three. Yeah, that's probably that's solid. probably yeah that's probably about the average. Um, but then, like I said, I did it for like a year and a half. Every day, I did it because I was like, well, if I'm gonna, you know, because at some point I was like, well, you know, I got to really dedicate myself because you got to send out a lot, obviously, if you right, want it, right. if you want it to, you know, get a big number. It's a numbers um, game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are probably top three. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get their addresses? Um, That's so a thousand famous people that you know how to get something to them. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've gotten right, a lot right. of return to sender stuff. Um, okay. But usually my method is, um, so I downloaded the white page. It's really simple. I downloaded the <laughs> white pages app, and I signed up for their premium uh service it's, oh. like, it's like five bucks a month and you get like unlimited searches and stuff and it's it's been pretty accurate um, okay wow. yeah sometimes they're you know like i mean super famous people you know it'd be hard to find you know if you like search tom cruise or oh yeah something yeah, yeah. but you can find like obscure celebrities people that were really famous maybe for a time and then you know not so famous anymore but people still know them pretty well um those are usually easy to find or um so presumably, you could get something to Hillary Duff if you wanted. To. <laughs> she, yeah, I don't think she'd be too hard. Well, she's in. Didn't she just get cast in that uh, some reboot? Did she? Um, I I can't I keep know. track something. of all the fucking. Oh, I, no, I got Hillary Duff on my Google alerts. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I saw hey, Alex, do you want to be yeah. our producer in the wings? Like, you're doing a great job. <laughs> How many celebrities do you have Google alerts for? How many people am I Just gonna... Hillary and Haley Duff. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Duffs. Big fan yeah. of the Duffs. Uh... <laughs> oh, it was how, it's the How I Met Your Mother sequel series. How I Met Your Father. Uh, why? She's being, she got cast. Why? Yeah, that yeah. sucks a lot. Why would they do that? Why? Why would... Mm. Sorry, my brain just broke a little. That <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. me a lot of mad. Yeah. It, just let... Let creative. There's so many. There's so many fucking people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Statistically, enough them enough of them have to be creative enough to come up with new fucking ideas. <laughs> Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I need a moment. I wonder how long it took them to like come up with that. Like they're over in a writer's room, you know. Like how long did it take them to come up with to how just... I met your father? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a totally different sitcom, and it wasn't yeah. working. It had third act problems. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. Let's just do how I met your father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we could retool this Lizzie McGuire reboot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll totally work. Can so, we call it How We Met Your Daddy? No, <laughs> no we can't. All right, that's that, fine. That wasn't testing well. We were like, it was testing super well for one particular audience. <laughs> so yeah, 2% of people love it. And none of those people live close to a school. <laughs> so... <laughs> So which which came first for you? Did you get into stand up and then start doing these projects, or were you already doing stuff like this and then you're like, "Hey, stand up sounds." Um, well, I went to school for video production. Okay. So I, uh, you know, I was making like short films and sketches in school. Um, but then once you graduate, 
you know, like when you're in school, you have a lot of people that all, you know, they all want to work on stuff and they yeah. all want to help each other's projects. So it's real easy to get stuff done. But then mm. when you graduate, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, people you have to get, find your own network. And yeah. half of those are like people who like saying they do it and d- won't actually do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's as hard as like, you know, being in the marching band is really easy to be in a band. And then, <laughs> and then you get out of high school and you're like, okay, I play guitar. I have to find a drummer and a bassist. And then you spend 12 years trying to find a guitar <laughs> and a bassist. I'm glad you had an yeah. easy time with marching band, but I was the worst marching band member. What did of you play? Uh, trumpet and then baritone, but barely played with either. I thought you were just gonna say you killed everybody. And I, and I was clumsy. I was the worst. <laughs> yeah, the worst marching band. Yeah. I was the front of the line, and I tripped, and thirty people died. <laughs> yeah, we lost a referee. You've not, you've not heard awful. of the marching band killer? Yeah, <laughs> it was the flute section, and they all were impaled by flutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a one long skewer yeah. of flute player heads. Still finished the song though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> professionals. Uh, I kept marching because that's what Mr. Karen taught me. <laughs> you know, you joke about that, but like, I was I was in drumline, so I had forty pounds of drums strapped to my fucking back. Oh, did you have the cool like four drum? Yeah, that was me, baby. That, those kids w- were cool as in hell a, in a competition band. They went to Indianapolis for the the Wait, nationals. We might have gone to Indy. Really? Thanks to me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, my point is, is the only time I ever fell down in marching band was in the finals at BOA. And, uh, yep, the video that they take and they sell to your fucking parents, (laughs) that's Your parents were like, yes, $20. Fire that editor. (laughs) Fire that editor. I do not care. You know, edited, you did just... No, I don't know. Yeah, anything could do happen. it in reverse. You know, make it look like you were getting up. <laughs> right, it's choreography. Yeah, I took a knee there, and then that's exactly what it was. You didn't see Lauren's dad edit, where it's set to the tune of "I Get Knocked Down," and it just plays that over and over again. Do you have any idea how awkward it is to fall over with those tenor drums strapped to you? Oh yeah, I've seen it. You ever, you ever seen a motorcycle fall over on its side and get hung up on the handlebars? It's a lot like that. How it's long? How long like were you that. on the ground for? Uh, I was on the ground for four beats. Damn. That's a lot yeah. in marching band time. Yeah. A uh, lot happens in four beats. The rest of the drum line was 30 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are booking it. <laughs> yeah, Flight dude. of the Bumblebee? Yeah. Like. It was, uh, I, it, for those of you that know marching band uh, like charts, we were doing one to tens. That means one step every 10 yards. Holy shit. Yeah. Did everybody see? Did everybody see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nope. No one saw. <laughs> Everyone in a stadium full of people yeah. were distracted at the exact same moment. Because I fell down. You should have gotten mad at everybody else. What? A, I thought we were going on you the like, ground for this part. Like, this is where we do the Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. This is where we do the Kaepernick, right? You're, yeah. You're like, all lives matter. And then you just go down. The, that's what two crimes yeah. you just <laughs> fucked up your set and had a terrible thing to say beforehand well they would have forgotten that you'd fallen down they would have just exactly. remembered all the bad exactly. stuff you said yeah. see I'm well, wow I wonder God is a lie yeah. and then you just go <laughs> yeah. what anytime yeah. you're about to do something clumsy <laughs> oh shit are you a clumsy person Alex um not overly, I don't think. Not mm-hmm. overly? No. Nothing. I don't know why, but you look clumsy. Really? Yeah. I could I mean I think it may be my scoliosis, but <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you actually have scoliosis? I yeah. I mean, I the the gym teacher diagnosed it to <laughs> like diagnosed me in middle school. Well, scoliosis is just like your your spine's way like my right? uh, yeah. My shoulders are like lopsided. They're like oh. level. I didn't notice. You oh, have on such a like, nice jacket. Oh yeah. This is like this is, is the what? most expensive piece of clothing I own. Really? Yeah. How, where did you get that? Uh chalkline.com. And what brand it's, of jacket uh, is that? Well, it's a professional wrestler, Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, it's, oh. it's a pink jacket, stars yeah. down the sleeves, sick yeah. as that, hell. Okay, the design makes way more sense. Yeah, the design is like, it's kind of like modeled after his wrestling tights. Oh, um, so what he has on his legs, crotch, and ass is on your torso and arms now. Right, right. Tight, tight. Dream fulfilled. <laughs> When when you walked in here to record, I was like, "Damn, he should have had intro music." That's the effect. Good th- that's a good thing you can edit. You could edit Red Heart, dude. Luke, we'll see what next week looks like. <laughs> yeah, I have two projects and a job, and that's too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you work a full-time job on top of all um, that other crap that you do? Not, not crap. Not Sorry, currently. that was the wrong way to put that. <laughs> no, that's... Mea on culpa. top of that all other shit <laughs> you're churning out. All that fucking garbage that... Uh, currently, I am unemployed since... I've been unemployed since the pandemic. That's oh, productive. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's gotten me extra time. Um, For sure. Yeah. So I got... Yeah, I pretty much... I worked at Starbucks, and then... I ended up getting sick, like right at the same time, COVID. Not with COVID, but it just happened at the same time. That's so. the worst feeling because you're like, I'm sick, and everyone's like, oh, cry me a river. Yeah. There's an actual <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. My going Nana's on. on a ventilator. <laughs> you hush. Have you seen New York? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. So, like, if you could be. If you could have stayed employed through the pandemic, yeah. would you have wanted that? Or do you, do you find um, that the, the free time and the extra productivity creatively was yeah. worth it? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, no, tight. I, it's, yeah, it's given me, you know, I've definitely stayed busy yeah. on stuff. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'll probably have to find some kind of daytime job uh, once my unemployment runs out. But it's definitely been, a, I consider myself lucky that Hell I, yeah. I got sick. <laughs> right. I've been able to stay on unemployment while I recover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, spend that time working on stuff. Right. I mean, just the fact that, like, when, when I asked you earlier how many projects you have going currently, like, mm-hmm. for you to falter for a minute and be like, well, there's something that I am working on that I can't really talk about, like, that's that's an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when people are... T- Mm, any kind of secrecy, like, yeah, I have something going on, but I can't say anything. Like, oh, you want to talk about titillating? You may as well have told me, like, hey, yeah. I, I already bought what I'm going to get you for Christmas. I'm going to tell you. It's the end of December, bitch. Like, sorry, that's what I heard every time my mom tells me that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that is super exciting. Like, yeah, I worked through the entire pandemic, and I wish I had just been dead yeah <laughs> i mean to be fair i was in the hospital for like two months yeah throughout that so it wasn't yeah, yeah that's a real time sink would yeah, recommend yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't be productive when you're you know strapped to a bed right yeah totally understand that noise yeah uh, oh yeah i'm glad you're doing well though like like for Thank everything you, yeah. that you went through like 
Dude, super stoked. I feel like this is titillating. Nobody knows. I know we haven't said what it is. (laughs) It could have been anything. Yeah. You could have had monkey flu. I'm sick, but I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) 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 Tweet at us, and we'll also not answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So how many years on stage do you have under your belt? Um... Well, technically, the first time I did stand-up was December 22nd, 2010. Okay. Um, but that, those first couple of years, I just did it you know, once every few months. Yeah, um, yeah. dipping your really, toes in, not yeah. taking it seriously, that yeah. sort of thing. But then I, you know, probably around 20, you know, into 2013, 2014 is when I really, you know, committed and Hell yeah. was out, like, you know, multiple times a week and stuff like that. Dope. Yeah, once you do that bite off that two or three times a week mic thing it's hard to stop it is yeah yep like i i missed i think two days because of johnny tremarco's dumb podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's what it's called (laughs) the uh wrong rabbit hole everybody go out and listen to it my episode was hilarious you don't have to just my episode But I felt real guilt because I'm like, I need a Thursday. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I wonder what those mics were like. Like, I, could, I right. couldn't even enjoy drinking beer and watching The Sopranos, which was great. Like, if you guys <laughs> haven't done that for a day, try it out. But the whole time I was like, ah, oh, I should have new bits. I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're stuck in that, that workflow FOMO. of. Yeah, FOMO. Mm, that's FOMO. a big thing now. And it sucks when your FOMO gets tied into your fraud complex. Now, the FOMO, <laughs> that's just above like your pube area, right? <laughs> 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 on most people. On <laughs> most people. On most people. Uh, it's somewhere else on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he has enough plastic surgery that's on its his back now that's where (laughs) (laughs) shots fired (laughs) oh man i'm gonna edit that out i don't edit a lot out no you don't back (laughs) i've been waiting every time i listen to the finished product i'm just like oh wow you left that in okay you should Uh, you should leave the the part of you mentioning you're going to edit it out so people have FOMO about what they missed. Oh, oh shit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> See, this is why you can handle so many projects because like, you're synergizing ideas. It's amazing. Seriously, would you like to be, have another project as a producer on this podcast? Uh, please be my co-host. That's what Lauren's saying. No, I don't want to replace you. I just want to put someone in just, the back that doesn't yeah. talk a lot to support you. I'm just trying to help oh, you, Luke. thank you. Please help us. Luke needs help. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Totally kidding. What should my response have been there? Just to mm. bolster it a little, just to write it up. If you could give me some lines. Stormed out, maybe. <laughs> just storm out <laughs> of, of my fit. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Throw you the guys, keys at him. I'm going to be back here in an hour and a half. And if you're not gone, I don't know where I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not gone then i'm gonna go into the basement yeah. do finish the recording and also <laughs> uploaded my computer yeah. i'm still gonna edit it and stuff <laughs> my password is yeah. <laughs> batman one two three on everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god what's the worst password that you guys have ever had for anything batman one two three <laughs> <laughs> I seriously looked at a list of common passwords, and that was like number one. 
I thought I was creative. Oh, God. Batman 1, 2, 3? It's like Batman 1, 2, 3, Superman. There's a whole superhero section followed by taking over everything. Yeah. And then number seven is the password. Password. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Password with a zero for the O. (laughs) (laughs) For about 12 years, my primary password for my entire life was Booger 11. That seems... I wouldn't guess that as my first thing, but no. if you knew me, you would. <laughs> my nickname was Booger. Like, <laughs> That's a whole different. There was on a thing. whole like four year section of my life where everyone I interacted with was just like, "Oh yeah, what's up, Booger?" <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit me now. Like I. Yeah, I'm glad you g- grew out of that. Phrase. I've had a lot of weird nicknames was that, that didn't last. The, was that the what's the college movie? Was there a guy yeah, named Booger yeah, yeah. on there? Re- Revenge was he the, the one nerds. that yeah, uh, raped the girl? Whoa! <laughs> also, circumstance. Not why I was called that. Uh, yeah. It was my church friends that couldn't give me that was, nickname. I was out of hand. That's a very college. church, rebellious church nickname. You know, like I told a group of girls uh, that I had just met in the youth group. I don't care what you call me. But my name's Lauren, and they they were like, "All right, well, we're gonna come up with the worst thing that we can call you." And I guess in a church youth group, that's booger. That's the worst thing physically they could think of. Yeah. They had very blessed existences. <laughs> What's the most disgusting thing to come out of the human body? <laughs> booger. Yeah. Oh God! Did you have any weird nicknames growing up, Alex? Not really. Um, I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> not really. Just, you know, not growing up, you know, some people still call me Dick Snake. I'm sorry? Uh, Why? So when I had, when I first started doing comedy, I did Not this. really. Some people did call me Dick Snake. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nothing weird. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing crazy. Just, you know, few folks know me as Dick Snake. So I was named after my grandfather and his yeah. grandfather before him. It's an old family nickname. <laughs> My brother was pissed because he wanted it, but, uh, you know, it goes to the eldest. Yeah. Uh, How did that happen? And please tell me it doesn't have to do um, with your physical dick. No. Okay. Thank God. Definitely no. a real and, uh, snake, though. I did this po- I would do this poem on stage and, uh, <laughs> when I first started. Again, not where I thought and, this was going. <laughs> and it was, it was called Dick Snake, and uh, it went, um, is it a dick? Is it a snake? Is it a dick snake? <laughs> I take showers with my grandpa. <laughs> and that was the whole poem. Wait, is that a haiku? Um, is it a... No. And but so it I, could be. Yeah. So that's what I did. And then people started calling me Dick Snake from that. And I was like, all right. I mean, that's that's a... I mean, Dick Snake's a pretty good nickname. That as sounds far as like nickname. a biker name. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, like, oh, you know you can't be in here, right? Oh? You, you won't leave? <laughs> hey, Dick Snake! <laughs> <Get him>. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so good. Oh, man. Uh, he rolls out in a wheelchair, and then he stands up from it. <laughs> <laughs> what the? I killed the guy that this belonged to. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty easy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> good old Dick Snake. <laughs> Oh fuck! So we we have one box that we have to tick before we get out of here. Uh, yes, and this is this has been a blast. But I know that you have places to be. Uh, <laughs> 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 when have you sucked on stage? 
Um, probably the worst. Well, the the one the one situation that comes to mind is um, one time I was uh, booed off a stage. Hell yeah, off um, a stage. Yes, That's... yes. They. So I'll just start at the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. Set the scene. Where are we? Yeah. So this was this was probably back in you know, it was like when I first started really getting serious about co- like stand up. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, twenty into twenty thirteen, beginning of twenty fourteen, probably. Maybe uh, it was probably just twenty fourteen, somewhere in there. And I was doing a Rob Wilfong show. Um, there he is again, <laughs> baby. Ever, there have been so many Rob Wilfong <laughs> stories and Northside Yacht Club stories. Well, there's one story where people didn't mention the name, but it was a Rob Wilfong yeah, exactly. story. <laughs> so there's your those, producer. Those of you oh, keeping shit. count, it's plus one. <laughs> Shout out to Live Bait Comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. One of the juggernauts of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got a... To go back to this stand update videos, uh, I got a shirt made. Um, so there was, do you guys know anything about wrestling? Very little. So there was a, a t-shirt that came out. It said, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Um, and it was a popular wrestling t-shirt. Okay. So I got a, for, to, as part of the uh, stand update, I got a t-shirt made that said, I'm a Rob Wilfong guy. And <laughs> on the back, it says, because it, it the thing he always says before he gets off stage is, I got to pee. Yeah, so on yeah. the back it just says, I got to pee. <laughs> and I got that, I got that made up. Did, um, did he see it like when you first he's, got it? I, he's seen it because I've worn it. I, I wore it Gopin has one night and I think he saw it and he liked it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Hell yeah. Because yeah. I meant it as a, you know, yeah, I, I like Ross. I haven't seen yeah. him in a while. Um, I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys that it's like, oh, I haven't seen him in a very long time. And mm-hmm. I hope he's okay because he's old. <laughs> and you know how old people do yeah. when you haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, and they get COVID. Especially these <laughs> days. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I see a live bait comedy poster and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, good. All he's right, back, go, go, go. baby. He's uh, doing well. Not, not to put a damper on things, but that's the number one thought when I would like – like go out for something that wasn't completely necessary in quarantine. Yeah. I was like, I killed John Prime. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I took away a legend. <laughs> That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. I wish more people would. I know, yeah, right? You know. It'd put it in perspective. Let's make another t-shirt. You killed John Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> nah, man. We got to start putting that shit on like Speedway uniforms. <laughs> Welcome to Speedway. You killed John Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum visibility for our target audience. <laughs> So this T-shirt, oh. right? Yeah, right. Well, that was just a little side story of Rob Wilfong. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that was the whole thing. Right on, okay, right on. so I got we're a two departures made. away. <laughs> Back to the source. All right. So you're um, on a Rob Wilfong show. Where's the show at? Yeah, is it, it at was, Mahogany's? No. Oh. Uh, R.I.P. That place. I know. Um, I crossed myself. You didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> this was at. Uh, I think it's called Seven O One now. It's a gay bar in Covington. Okay, um, but it was called something different at that time. Um, that's where the show was. So what I was doing that night is I was doing a character. Um, he was kind of like a, a hillbilly kind of character and all, all the jokes were about Obama. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm a, I'm, I like Obama. I'm a big Obama guy. Um, so I thought I was doing this satire of somebody that would, you know, it was also to be ridiculous. Right. 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 Yeah. And I thought I had written it in a way that, 
you could easily tell. Yeah, yeah. It I was wasn't serious. To be hyperbolic and yeah. Right. I'm starting to see where this might go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I get up, you know, I think I'm probably second or third. And, you know, I started into the jokes and um, <clears throat> there's some like, uh, let me think about it. There was one like, uh, you know, my people say, uh, I remember I started something like uh, people say my, my grandma was way ahead of her time. Like uh, I remember when I was a kid, she used to tell me, Alex, Obama is a secret Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> she died in 98. Like <laughs> she was way ahead of her time. <laughs> and oh, my God. I had, yeah, it was just five minutes of just Obama jokes. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, what was the makeup of the crowd like? Like, were they um, all super woke? I mean, was it a gay bar no, back I w- then? I mean, yeah, it was a gay just bar a back light then. Rose on top of. I don't think people foundation. were woke yet, but they were definitely. They definitely thought I was just up there ranting about Obama. <laughs> um, because probably by like the second joke, uh, people started booing. And oh man! It was probably you know I mean it was a small bar but they were probably thirty or forty people in there. Oh to be yeah, fair, it was packed. Uh, they gave you one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Whoa!" And I I tried to do like a, a you know an accent and I'm not going to do it because I don't feel com- I don't feel too confident. <laughs> Please don't. Are you sure that accent? Oh, come but, on, let's make him feel safe so he'll do it. <laughs> it was on. just you know like oh, oh Barack Hussein Obama. So I, I that's great. You know, that's, that's Tex Jackson right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that, that. Those ideas are kind of, you know, were formulating at the same time. Yeah. This uh, is the night text bullets was born. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to keep this on Facebook. Uh, you wandered out into the alley, <laughs> crying, sobbing. You collapsed and went in text bullets. That's the origin. Was story. the one who stood up. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like second joke in. They start, you know. 30 or 40 people start booing and it's just like you know i i've never had that i've never had that happen before or since um i've had people be quiet and silent right right that's a whole different thing from like (laughs) i just yeah people boo and it's just like i just felt like a whole rush of like heat come over me and i did my whole body got real warm because i was like oh shit what's I didn't expect this, you know. That's the fight or flight uh, response right yeah. there. So I just I kept going and <laughs> eventually Rob was outside smoking. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, yeah. He was hosting it. That's and what Rob do. He, uh, he <laughs> came He's back like, in. This guy has it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I probably so had like faith. you know I don't know what it was five or ten minutes something like that. And uh, after about like three minutes, he came up and got me off. <laughs> and, uh, you interrupted his cigarette. That's how, <laughs> that's how bad that he was pissed. <laughs> Um, no, Rob, uh, Rob came up, I got off and they were still booing and he's like, he's like people, people. He's like, he was just doing a character. It was, he's not being serious. Oh and no. Yeah. He made this big announcement and like, I went outside. I was like, I got to cool off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was outside and, uh, you know, you know, some people came up to me after like, they're like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I thought you were just, you know, I thought you were just up there shit talking Obama. I had no right. idea. And I was like. My biggest worry had always been it was too silly. Like I was being, you know. <laughs> Apparently it was too real. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, I got, I've been thinking about this all wrong. You know, it's, I mean, it, you know, people, you know, it's people say a lot satire is hard to do because, yeah. you know, it's, you, and it is, it's. You overestimated the type of people you're making fun of. Right. Yeah. They yeah. can be so much more ridiculous than you thought. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. 
And that's the other thing, dude. That's a risk. That's a huge risk you take doing a character to an audience that doesn't know you. Right. So you're presenting them with what they think is a baseline. Right. And of course they would boo you if they're not down with it. Like, yeah, because everybody else, you know, on the show is themselves. And yeah, yeah. You just, you know, automatically think, you know. Right, right. It's real. But I, I just thought, it, I had, like I said, I thought I had written it silly enough that it would just come across like, oh, he's making fun of people who, you know, think all these crazy things about Obama. He wasn't born here and all this other stuff. That's who I was making fun of. Right, right. It came across that I was just one of those people. And, and you know what's crazy is... Uh, we had John Holmes on, mm-hmm. and he talked about a bomb where he did did a set of jokes that that always you know work perfectly fine in in pretty much any given situation. But right. he ruined the set with just like one simple phrase up top. And I think what you just demonstrated is the inverse of that, where you could have completely fixed everything and had a completely different night if you had opened your set with something like. So I've been working on my impression of like a southern accent. Tell me what you yeah. think. And then you do five minutes of those jokes in that accent. Yeah. Manage their expectations versus right. John who opened with saying, so I'm a liberal guy and then <laughs> bombed for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just being too real. Yeah, then, exactly. But the crazy thing is if you accept the fact that you were that character and not playing a character, mm-hmm. They weren't jokes. Like, they didn't work as jokes. Right. Right? The logic wasn't there. So they just, like, what, heard the buzzwords and were like, no, not in my bar. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think that's what, you know, sometimes, like, you know, I mean, I didn't say anything about abortion, but that's a a similar, you know, people say, you know, they try to write jokes about abortion and just just the word itself will turn people off. And no matter how funny the joke is, but you just hear certain words. And you know, I mean, that was 2013. So that was bef- 2014. That was you know, pre-Trump by a lot. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't you know things were. I didn't feel at the time things were as politically tense as they would be now. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was a more safe. That's why I, I liked. Because I am a like to to quote John Holmes, I'm a liberal guy. Uh, <laughs> but I you know. <laughs> I thought it was more fun to do political comedy when Obama was in office. Yeah, um, for sure. Because than Trump. Now you're like, oh wait, this could. We can clearly see how things could go off the rail just yeah. with an inch to the left. Yeah, yeah. Like with a with Obama, we had some kind of faith of like, oh, we could fuck up a lot and it would still be okay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It. it mm-hmm. When you're when you're that close to the brink, anyways. Yeah. There's no room to make things hyperbolic. Right. Because things are already catastrophic. Right. Am I writing a song? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was weirdly profound and it rhymed. Uh, Write that down. Uh, <laughs> I actually I'd like to uh now that, you know, you know, Trump is I mean, he's still here, but he's like not president anymore. Like he's still here. He's, yeah. he's in Nick's his, room his, right now. <laughs> he's our next guest. <laughs> we bumped him by an hour because he's in there furious that he has to listen to us interview Alex Leeds before him. I guess I'll wait. He doesn't even know why he's here. We're gonna ask him about being a fucking twat president for four years and bombing at that. Oh, anyways, are they talking about me? <laughs> oh shit. Um, we're paying him twenty dollars. <laughs> 
Oh, his brain just added zeros. So as you're cooling down outside, yeah. Like what what was going through your mind? Super. Like before before like, you know, Rob started his explanation, like what yeah. are your instinctive thoughts as you're just like, um, outside trying to decompress from that? The, you know, I couldn't I felt like people, you know, would hate me going if I went back in or like, you know. I mean, I didn't I didn't feel like any kind of danger or anything oh, like okay. that. Right. Um but just that they hated me. That you know, maybe I'd ruin the show. The show would not be uh, right, right. You know. Yeah, just all the neurotic set thoughts yeah. you have after a bad set. You're like, yeah. did I fuck up the energy? Is everything yeah. going to be all right? And yeah. yeah, yeah. And I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I was thankful, you know, that Rob had put me on, and I didn't want to. That was my main concern is like what it did to the rest of the show. And yeah, uh, yeah, letting down Rob. Yeah, I'm letting yeah shocked and impressed that you stayed because you mentioned like after the show, people talking to you. I yeah. would have been out of there it's like a thank you rob text and <laughs> see ya i mean if i had you know if tip 20 percent. i'm not reclaiming my card i'll just cancel that credit card <laughs> if it had been any you know i feel like if i had done that you know 2018 2019 maybe there would have been some kind of risk i don't know if i had felt anything like that definitely but yeah. i just felt like you know they'd probably would have moved on right, I would, right. maybe i was just too up optimistic but yeah nothing really happened um but i was gonna say like i i would really like to get back to like making fun of obama i think that would be fun now to <laughs> make jokes like be like be the guy that's like real mad like like never touch on trump but be a liberal or maybe i don't know maybe not a liberal guy but just be like to make fun of the things that people made fun of obama for in retrospect of like everything that happened with trump Oh, would be I see where that's yeah. could be fun. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah, you should you should hit up Rob. <laughs> <laughs> hit up Rob, get a character. I need together. to I need to I need uh You run a retribu- show not retribution, uh, <laughs> uh, retaliation? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Rehabilitation. Like uh when you need to prove yourself again. Like, I I know. I know what you're talking um, about. Um we need that producer. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> Come on, give it to me, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> there yes. it was, yeah. yeah. Redemption. <clears throat> Thanks, Donnie T. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please keep Donald Trump as our producer? <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's get a bunch of sound bites. <laughs> let's on purpose forget stuff. And then ask him to Google it and have his response. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. That's a brilliant idea. We'll get RoboTrump as our little... RoboTrump! <laughs> <laughs> Have him, like, mad. And, like, every episode, it's like, Trump's on next, and then he gets bumped to next week just every time. <laughs> <laughs> you just get a bunch of sound clips of him, like, oh, oh. yelling at the end. All our intros are just like, sorry, I knew, I know we said we'd have Trump on, but we got we got a big pool, guys. We got Alex Leeds out here for us. <laughs> We promise next week. Oh, it was kind of shit. like uh, Jeremy. Uh, he had this podcast for a little bit called Getting Looney with George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. And every time, you know, he was always hosting it, but he was always like, there was some excuse why George Clooney wasn't there. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was like that. guest hosting it every week. That was so much fun. He had yeah. another one that was. Uh, Rose Jeopardy. That's what it was. Yeah. Dude, Rose Jeopardy was fun. Oh, yeah. Like at the moment he started doing that, I hit him up and I was like, please don't stop. Yeah. Please don't. No, uh, These yeah, are great. It, it's, you know, people, everybody, I mean, I've heard a bunch of people talk 
I loved it. You know, I did it once. Uh, I know he's wanting to do something with it. He talked to me about maybe animating, um, turning into an animated show. Um, oh, that'd be tight. But yeah. yeah, I hope. I really hope he does continue it in some form. How much free time do you have to like do animations? Um, I mean, isn't that pretty time consuming? Oh God, yeah. That's the, <laughs> like oh, okay. I was doing it. I was. Uh, so I had stopped doing stand-up for a while because I had um, I had gotten into animation right. uh, to make my own stuff. But then uh, Dave Waite had talked to me. He had an album coming out at one point. So the guy at the record label messaged me and had me do some cartoons for his, for like some tracks from his album to promote it. Um, and it just got, it's just so time consuming to do it by yourself. Yeah. And it was like taking up all my time. And right. so I had to just, you know, even though I was getting paid for it, um, I was just like, I can't, I don't have the time to do do it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not something, you know, it's not something I want to do. It's just, you know, work. And it's just like, exactly. I couldn't. Yeah. That's why I went doing stand up for a while. And yeah, that's why, you know, other people have messaged me, asked them to do animated stuff. And I was just like, I always used to send them to Josh Faust because he also does animation. Um, (laughs) You just outsource it to Faust. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. The very first time I ever saw you, like. And this wasn't when we met because uh, I was I'd only been doing stand up for like a few months and I was mm-hmm. at the club and I didn't know where to stand. Yeah. And I didn't know who to stand near. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do or what to say. Uh but I I knew uh uh I knew Blake a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh just sort of by proxy and he was over off uh the stairs um that lead over on one side of the club. It was yeah. you and Blake and uh uh, uh Cal and, uh, you know, the whole posse was sitting there. Right. And I knew Blake a little bit, and I knew Cal a little bit, and so I stood in that circle and immediately felt not at home. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't, like, anything that you guys were doing. It was just, like, you guys had a vibe that just clicked. Right. And, like, I had no business in that <laughs> at all. Yeah. Dang, that was... now I feel bad. No, no, no. The whole conversation was about your animation. Oh, okay. The whole conversation was Blake yelling at you to finish something. And you're just like, <laughs> you don't understand how long it takes. It, it is, yeah, because you got to, I mean, I mean, you just got to design everything and then you got to figure out what you're going to animate. And, right, you know, yeah. It's just, even with like, you know, you would think it'd be so easy with like, you know. Yeah, like digital software and stuff. Right. But it does, I mean, that only cuts so much of it out. I mean, like, yeah. Blake, it, Sorry. <laughs> Your name is Luke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're my co-host. Nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> Lauren. Do you know your name? You're Lauren Hutton. I'm sorry, bro. We've been sitting here so long. It's getting dark. I'm getting disoriented. <laughs> <laughs> I have considered turning on the lights, but it's just kind of a chill atmosphere. Us sitting in a dark room. Right. There's a nightlight in the corner. Is that is that an air I, freshener or just a nightlight? I'm not sure what that's there for. <laughs> I am the only one currently living here, and I haven't plugged it. He bought a nightlight, and the house came with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Unless that question's real good, Lauren, I think we should end the podcast there. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, Do you, you got any good plugs? What you working um, on? I mean, my Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at dumb celeb drawings. Um, and, you know, I'm, I started a, a open mic um, at with Jeremy Johnston at uh, Mixwell's yes. Hell yeah. Wednesdays. That just started last week. That was another one um, I felt guilty for not making it to. It was, uh, I mean, it was just the first one, so I didn't know what it was going to, you know, be. I mean, it was, it turned out really, you know, way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, 
and they were happy with it. So, and they also have a nice outdoor area because we nice. want to, you know, with this, you know, warmer weather coming, it'll be nice to have a, a you know, an outdoor stage, right, um, right, as well. Uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Just me and my Instagram. And look out for that secret project drop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can't tell you about. Yeah, by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> Alex will have moved to LA and we can have a Netflix. <laughs> Three seasons of his animated show out. And just... we're gonna ride his coattails all the way, baby. <laughs> Seriously, dude. oh god, my phone fell. Thank oh, you yeah. so much for coming. That's right. <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate it.